Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to The Breakfast Show here on Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across the Faith FM network wherever you are. Positively different radio in the morning. And this morning we have a special shout out to all our listeners in Capel, Western Australia on 88.0, Carnarvon, Western Australia also on 88.0 and Colcan, New South Wales once again on 88.0. Who do who, who, Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Who are you? Well, you're, you're not Blake. No, I am not Blake. <laughs> what Unfortunately, you? Blake is not well this morning. Oh, and oh, so I happened to be here, and about ten minutes ago, you kind of look like the guy who used to do. Yeah, I kind of. Uh, you know, saying, oh, saying right, that, oh, it's clicking now. Saying, saying you must be his morning, brother. It's saying that blurb this morning. <laughs> it kind of felt familiar, to be honest. <laughs> kind of felt like I'd said that before. Amazing, Lyle. How are you doing this morning? How was yeah. your weekend? Oh, my weekend was um, was warm mm-hmm. and sweaty. Uh huh. Yes. Welcome That's- to all of Australia now. Apparently, yes. Everyone is. This is. This is. This is. Summer finally came. It did. Although, do I see a do I see a southerly blowing through there now? Yeah, but it's warm in here right now. It is. Are you warm? I'm. I'm Roasting. boiling. I am. Uh, I'm thankful to be here. Did you go to the beach? Uh, did I go to the beach on the weekend? Yes. I did actually a number of times. Nice. I did. I did a couple of different times on Saturday yesterday. Checking yep. out the beach, yep. dude. Just just having the best. I actually, I had a, I had a really good weekend. Yes, just, just seeing the sights, just getting around, eating good food. You know, having blessing, uh, blessing it. You know, blessings at church. All of those kinds of things. Hanging out with good friends. Hang out with fantastic friends. Yeah, just cool. kicking goals. And maybe you guys had a good weekend. Let us know. Is there I, did, a I did plumbing. Oh, you did plumbing. I did plumbing. Amazing. I wrote an essay yesterday, so. Same vibes. Yeah, okay, same vibes. That's, yeah. that, that, I think writing essays and plumbing are on about the same level. That's right. <laughs> well, coming up in today's news this morning, we're going to talk about mice. Oh. Two male mice. What about them? That just reproduced. <sighs> no, I am dead serious. I was going to talk about mice too, but not not because of that. Yeah. That this is, is a intense. sicko story. <laughs> You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. And Lawson is about to bring us the first question for I the am. quiz. Here we go for the first question for the quiz. I'm gonna do a, we're going to do a what creature am I? Because you and myself, we're both going to be talking about animals. I'll give you a clue. First clue, it's not this animal. But here we go. If a person could not afford a lamb <laughs> as a sin offering... He could substitute two of these creatures instead. So, 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text if you know the answer to that one. If you do, you will go into the draw. We've got a fun prize this week. Snake Bites and Shipwrecks, the board game. You can travel with Paul as he preaches around the world. As he preaches the gospel, you can, you can, you can take him. And, of course, you know the deal. If you win a game here on Faith FM. Breakfast show, then you owe us an invitation to a games night. Absolutely. So 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text. And if you call or text that with the correct answer, you'll get in for the draw. Of course, you have the opportunity for 500 points. And essentially what that means is towards the beginning of the day, the quiz questions will be more difficult, so we'll give you more points. But as we give you more and more quiz clues, they'll get easier, so we'll give you less points. So I reckon for Monday... Just just send it. You've got like four more days to go to go hard and get in. So 
Throw caution to the wind. What was it uh, that these people would buy instead of a lamb if they couldn't afford it? All right. As a sin offering. <laughs> hey, you know the answer. You know the number to call. I also, my phone has been blowing up. Uh, it's been ringing up with text messages. Shout out Mon. She's uh, texting me to remind us that the RTM op shop this week is having... Well, is it this week or A today? $1 end of summer sale. That's right. Everything in the shop, it's $1. It's this week. Everything is $1. Clothing. Clothing, clothing is $1. Everything that is clothing is everything, $1. Yes, which I was is thinking, pretty much most of the stuff oh, in the uh, shop. There's, they've got some furniture downstairs. I was they like, do. oh, that would be crazy. If I can get a $1 couch, that would be insane. But no, it's not some, including. It's just clothing. It's just some, clothing. Summer clothing. If you, dude, come in, get your summer clothing. Apparently, we still need it. It is hot yeah. as. And you seen the forecast? It's hanging in there, dude. Absolutely. So zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. You can head to the RTM Up Shop or text us if you need any more advice or directions, whatever it may be. It's this week only. All clothing. She's listening to the show, so she's sending me text messages as I'm speaking to correct me. All clothing. <laughs> this week only. One dollar. The shop is open from 10am to 4pm every single day. Fantastic. Also, alright Lawson, what have we got for positively different news this morning? Do we still do that? We do positively different news. Awesome. It sometimes happens. Sometimes there's something positive to talk about. Okay. And I know, so you're going to be talking about mice. Mice. I'm yes. going to be talking about mice too. Okay, let's talk about mice. Because, so. Kind of cute. I, I believe. I tried to kill one yesterday. Oh. Because they're also vermin. <laughs> I have a friend, and if you send her a picture of a mouse, she will like drop her phone on the ground. She is so yeah. deathly I've got, afraid I've got of mice. I have a friend who's afraid of mice as well. Yeah. It's, they're like, and it's not. Like, there are some mice and some rats that look pretty gross. But it's like, even if it's cute, you know, like a cute... I think clean... most mice are cute. It's just that they're dirty little creatures and yeah, so we don't want gross. them around. So it's just mm. like, go away. But these mi- these mice that I have here, they're important. They're really important. Okay. Uh, because, essentially, they've used CRISPR gene editing. Now, we talked about this last year. I, I covered w- exactly what that was, which is essentially a method that they have to send chemicals into your DNA to cut certain things out and repair certain things. Right. So it's called CRISPR gene editing, okay? Yes. They use CRISPR gene editing in the Wuhan University in China, which is... Well, COVID central kind of got a reputation that <laughs> precedes it, uh, but it's because they are very advanced and they do some world-leading research, particularly in the area of biology. Uh, unfortunately, that turned into something else. But in the Wuhan University, in the, among the science department, they use CRISPR gene editing to take mice. I wonder whether it was a mouse that tipped the vial over. Yeah, that's what it was. And it broke on the floor. Because it was blind. Okay. Oh, okay. These okay. are blind, blind mice. mice. Three blind mice. These there are th- legitimately three blind mice. They got these mice and they used CRISPR gene editing to enable the mice who had an, a her- hereditary disease that stopped them from seeing to be able to see. That's incredible. To reconnect their like eye sockets and do this other stuff in their DNA. And, and it's a it's a particular it's called retinous pigmentosa, which is something that happens in humans as well. And they solved it immediately. Usually, humans who are born with pigment uh, retinous pigmentosa 
are blind for life. Yep. But these mice, they've gone in with CRISPR gene editing, and they now they see. That is absolutely that is amazing. And how long do they reckon it will be before this is maybe available for humans? Or well, I think I think with all of these things, like CRISPR gene editing is something that is applicable immediately to humans because, because they just have they, they know in, down which pathways they need to go. It's 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 so yeah, they've they've there's been a lots of tests that they've done like on mice or certain animals, like removing tumors or whatever, or you know, turning things off that they've been able to just jump to humans straight away. So it's one of those things where it's like, yes, we can now do this on mice. Who wants to have their pigment red, you know... Uh, their eyesight restored. Their, their eyesight restored. Uh, but then there comes, like, ethical questions and, you know, whether they, uh, whether they are sure that it will work. I think that's the big thing usually. Well, the thing is if you're blind mm-hmm. and you have an operation... And then you still can't see... you're still see, blind, well, what's changed? Nothing. That's I, if I was if I was in this position, I'd be lining up. Yeah, I'd be like, I oh, have a crack at that. Why not? Mm. And if it doesn't work, well, then you haven't lost anything, have you? No, maybe you have. Maybe it messes with something else. I don't know. Yeah, but maybe it, I'd still have a crack. Maybe at it. they screw it up, and then you can't smell anymore. That would be tough. Yeah, oh, would because it? then you'd be blind and tasteless. Yeah. Oof. But double whammy. But hey, it, from what they've seen, they've done it on lots of mice over a period of time. And they've, they've studied ah, it. But studied do they it, know whether it. these mice can still taste things? Uh, yeah, well, obviously the mice can't tell them, so that's a bit of, that's a bit of an issue. That's a bit of a problem. Hey, I want to talk about another story, and I think it's a story that you'd like, Lyle, because you like everything history in World War Two. Uh, this is a story of two sisters who were put up a, for adoption at the end of World War Two. Okay. End of World War Two. They were both put up what country? Adop- in the UK. UK, yep. Uh, and it was due to the loss of family in the war, uh, not being able to, to, you know, find anyone appropriate for them to, to live with. And so these two ladies, one's named Annie, and then she has a very Dutch last name. She ended up in, you know, that area, the Netherlands. And Sheila, Annie and Sheila... They, they, they're in their late 70s now. They both get put up for adoption at the end of World War Two, And they just met each other. For the first time. For the first that, time, since yeah. They were, since they were As a result of a DNA test. Oh, wow. Which I've been hearing all kinds of things about DNA tests. Like You can find so many... So many skeletons in the closet and lost relatives with DNA tests. That's right. My, my wife just found two new cousins That's, with, with I, DNA. I was going to say that. So Shell just went through this and she was telling me about it. She just found, as you said, two new cousins through DNA. But I'm, I'm always like, wait, do you have to participate in a DNA t- test first for then someone to find you in a DNA test? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, so that the, basically the way it works is once your DNA goes into the bank, if they find close matches with you, they will mm. let you know. Now, what happened in Shell's case is that she didn't do a DNA test, but uh, she had cousins who did, mm. and as a result of her cousins doing DNA tests, they found out that there was some brothers and sisters that they didn't know about, which mm. means that Shell has new cousins, mm. and so they just told Shell. So that's how she found out that mm. information uh, was was third hand. But, yeah, it's fascinating. I mean, I, I did my DNA and found a great aunt still alive and still going strong that I never knew that I had. That's awesome. Yeah. And then I just it's just bringing people together. Now, uh it's it's amazing for these guys. They've reunited after so I feel like that would almost be a kind of awkward reunion, but if they're into it, they're into it, I guess. Oh, yes. Maybe it probably wasn't awkward for Shell. They just 
texted her or called her up and said, "Hey, what's what's going on?" Or maybe it was through a. Well, one of the one of the cousins is coming to meet the rest of the family at the next family reunion. So, oh, that's amazing! Um, meet brothers and sisters, you know, half brothers and sisters mm. for the first time ever. So that's going to mm-hmm. be pretty cool. That's so cool, and that's what happened with these guys as well. They were because they're like in their seventies, and it's like, "Here's my family. This is your family. We're sisters. Praise God." You know, amazing stuff. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. And we're about to get into more serious news. Before we do, we have another question for our quiz. Whenever I listen to that song, The One I'm Dying For by the Isaacs, if you, if you listen at the end, as the guitars are fading out, there are these like soaring kind of high-pitched noises, and I'm always wondering... Is that like, did they take a guitar and play a note and then just like reverb it so much that it just sounds like that? Or did they sample a whale? Because there's this note that's like, woo! And I'm like, oh, that sounds like a... Artificial whale. A, a whale. Or maybe a real whale. It was maybe a real whale. Could they, be a whale. They put a, they put a microphone underwater. Or they went to a sound bank that has all those samples. That would actually and, be really cool. That'd be super cool. Have a whale. <laughs> yeah. This is Donnie. We recorded him down, uh, you know, down in in Newcastle. Amazing. All right, let's have our question. All right, our next clue for the quiz. Here we go. What creature am I? And we've got a bunch of people who have got it correct already. Shout out Suzanne. We've also got Janelle as well. Jesus said to those who sold these creatures at the temple, get these out of here. How dare you turn my father's house into a market? So we've got some controversy because you're supposed to buy these to replace a lamb. But then people were selling these and Jesus was unhappy. Mm-hmm. So, hey, 0491-064-669 was, is the number to call or text if you know the answer to that one. And if you do, you'll go into the draw to win our amazing Snake Bites and Shipwrecks board game. Travel with Paul as he preaches the gospel. So I'm I'm assuming you are... I'm going to read up a bit, little bit how this game works and I'll describe it for you. But 0491-064-669 is the number to call. Also, shout out to the RTM op shop. Get out there 10 till 4 every single day for cheap clothes. $1. $1 clothing for the whole week. All right. There you go. All right, Lyle. I did promise that we would talk about mice again, Uh and you had a great story about mice and a great story about amazing technology that is being used to do incredible things in our world. Mm -hmm. And, of course, those experiments are being made possible by the fact that they are being done on mice. Well, this Mm -hmm. is an experiment that kind of goes the opposite direction. Mm -hmm. Okay, so they took some skin cells from the tails of male mice, um, transformed them into induced pluripotent stem cells. Mm Mm-hmm which you can then turn into many different types of cells or tissues, and then through a process that involved growing them and treating them with a drug, they converted male mouse stem cells into female cells and produced functional eggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, from there, they matched them with male sperm um, and created mice that were that had two male biological parents. Mm -hmm. And the question that goes through my mind is this. Why would you want to do this experiment? What's the actual purpose behind this experiment? This is is an experiment that only has one purpose. I I, am, if I'm following correctly, so the the mice that actually gave birth is a female. Okay, so here's the the tricky part. Mm -hmm. So the mice that are born, Mm -hmm. their biological parents are both male. Yes, okay. You still can't do it without a female. Yeah, 100, because a female has a womb. 
yeah. in which the mice can be born. That's right. But, okay, so you're saying that... Must be very they've, disappointing they've, for certain sectors of society that you're still right. going to have a female involved. That is, it's, it's interesting because I'm like, so what means do they use of combining those cells? Oh, in- they, yeah, once they turn it into a female, once they, once they make a female egg cell, yeah. then they just do, you know, um, what are they called? Insemination. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, because but the insemination plays a huge part on the DNA outcome. So what? That's my that's my question: is what do they inseminate it with? Like, is it is it both sides combined? Like, is it the yes, egg? It has two the, male parents. So the egg comes from both male parents, and the sperm no. comes from two male parents as no, well. No, the egg comes from one male parent, and the sperm comes from the other male parent. Oh, that's wild. Yes. Okay, but think about this for a moment. What uh-huh. is your motivation for this kind of experiment, and what are you trying to accomplish? Mm-hmm. Why would you actually do this? What purpose does it serve? You know, does this what is, what is this it's kind of grossing this, me out? How does how does this help you know reproductive health in any way, shape, or form? All this does is that it means that if they can then perfect this and transfer it across into humans, which you know that they're desperately trying to do, you can have same sex parents, which are going to have be able to have their own children. Well, actually, they can't mm. because they've still got to have a woman involved. Mm-hmm which must be very disappointing for them. But at the same time, this is really, really disturbing stuff because we know that the best outcome for any child is to have a female mother and a male father who are their biological parents. Mm. And anything we do that reduces that is bad for society. We Mm. know that. Every piece of research that has ever been done on the best outcomes for children has shown this to be the case. Mm. There is no, you know, and people are like, oh, you know, you can, you, you know, research is one of those things that has a rubber nose. You can point it any, any different direction you want. Okay, so what, do you, what are your options here? You're going to have, uh, the option is not research. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, well, then we go by feelings. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, so this is really, you know, once again, you look at what's going on in our world today, and it tells us that Jesus is certainly coming back soon. Mm. I'm going to read a passage here. Um, And this is from Revelation chapter 17. And it is all about uh, Babylon and truly Babylon is fallen. The Bible says uh, the beast and his ten horns will hate the prostitute Babylon. They will strip her naked, eat her flesh and burn her remains with fire. And the Bible predicts here a time in the future where Babylon, which is religious, Mm. Christian, will the world will turn on. Mm. On them because the world will start to see what is going on. And you start to see hints of it in some of the stories that are mm. coming out right now. So there's an interesting one coming out from uh, Hillsong Church who has been operating a lucrative uh, honorarium uh, scheme for celebrity pastors. So mm. whistleblowers come forward on this. And so basically the way it works is that you have a network of mega churches. Yes. And they have celebrity speakers. Yes. If you want to get those, if you're you know just the average little church down the street here that wants to get them uh, come and be a guest speaker, you don't get to get them come and be as a guest speaker. Mm-hmm. But you can pay money to be part of a membership, and if you become a member of the Hillsong family, then you're allowed to invite them to mm-hmm. become a guest speaker. And so, for instance, the uh, Judah Smith uh, uh, Church in Washington, uh, they would pay $100,000 annually in membership fees so that they could get Hillsong speakers on occasion. Wait, wait. 
$100,000. That gives you your membership. Now you've got your membership. Now you can get, now, this is, this is, okay. this is the world of big business Christianity. This is the world of prosperity gospel. I was, this is what happens when you embrace prosperity gospel. I was like thinking, okay, a membership, you know, oh, okay, all right, you, you know, put some, slap some stickers on your church and, no, it's, it's no, 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 no. You you pay a hundred. Okay, okay, one hundred thousand dollars. And then the celebrity speaker comes right and preaches at your church a thirty minute sermon, twenty oh. thirty minute sermon. Okay, and you pay a speaker's fee as well. Yeah, that's going to cost you twenty grand. Then you also have to pay for, of course, their first class airfares, their luxury <laughs> hotels, oh, no. uh, their eating, you know. Twenty. I, okay, that's the on one that I'm struggling with because. I'm struggling with all of it. That That is crazy. Are they trying to send churches? Is, is their thing like, oh, we have to take up a special offering so we can pay $120,000? I was looking at a photo this morning uh-huh. of a friend of mine, Jod Bradshaw. Yes. He's probably number one of the number one celebrity speakers in our church, the Adventist yeah. church, preaching in a church in Inverness, Scotland. Yes. And in the entire congregation, I think there must have been six people. Powerful. Yes. And he was talking about, you know, he was just commenting about what a blessing it was to be a part of this particular congregation and be able mm. to minister there. Yeah. You know, that's how it should be. I was down in Victoria. I was down in Melbourne, and they, they had a... Who was it? It Doug was Batchelor. Doug Batchelor. Yep. That Doug, Doug Batchelor. They had a few of the the Af, the amazing facts guys out there, and I I know because I you know was in with the circles listening to people. I know that they did not pay that much. Okay, so this is how it works, right? Mm. This is how it works. You get uh, a celebrity speaker from one church, mm. okay. And they get invited to another church and get their twenty thousand mm. dollars, and then they counter invite the other person back. And each time they go backwards and forwards between each other's churches, they're making making twenty grand a piece. That is, but that, and that's and, and of course, and of course, in the United States and even in Australia, there are some ways that they have wangled to make this all tax free money. That's insane. Yes, but so it's just basically a complete money laundering rort. To be able to, you know, and, and of course you've got you've got Brian Houston and Bobby Houston that were being paid a million dollars a year in salary already, but that's not enough. Mm. You got to get you got to get twenty grand and first class airfares. See, I mean, a first class air to the fare to the states. What's that going to cost you? Twenty grand? Just yeah. On its own. See, that's the thing. That's the thing for me. I think it's not when when people say, "Oh, like they made this crazy amount of money." In, in a kind of total, I know it's, I know it's insane. I know it could go back to supporting, you know, the gospel going forward rather than to the preacher themselves, all of those things. But when it comes to, oh, but they made this much, I'm like, you know, okay. But then to, to put it on other churches, such a high fee, turning yourself into that level of celebrity, essentially keeping, you're supposed to be a minister of the gospel, yet you're putting a gate up in front of that of $20,000. And $20, all that money is going into your pocket. That is, is not going into the pocket of spreading the gospel. It's going into your pocket. That's the problem right there. Yeah. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. You are on the 
You're listening to The Breakfast Show. I've already said that. I'm a little bit scrambling this morning. I've got my quiz card in front of me, and we're going to give you another clue. But, hey, before I read that clue, we've got an answer came in from Karen, but Karen also said, hey, I've won this game before, and I really enjoy it. It's been fun to play at church board game nights. So, bit of promotion right there from someone who not only has this game, but won it from Faith FM. So, you will be blessed if you enter this quiz. We have another question, another clue here for our question today. When sending out the disciples, Jesus told them to be as shrewd as snakes and as innocent as these creatures. 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text if you know the answer to that one. If you do, you will go into the draw to win, again, our amazing board game, Snake Bites and Shipwrecks. 0491-064-669. Jesus said to be as shrewd as snakes but as innocent as these creatures. 0491-064-669. But on the phone right now, we have none other than Pastor Justin Lawman to talk about everything politics and faith. Justin, are you there with us? I'm here, Lawson. How are you, mate? I am kicking goals. I am winning at life. You know, just, just getting... I'm, I'm a uni student at Avondale College, so I, uh, I'm, current, uh, I'm doing Greek at the moment. So oh, that's, God bless you. That Jack-offs, is, uh, yeah, Jack-offs. absolutely. So that's taking up a fair bit of my brain power. But other than that, you know, life is good. What about yourself? What have you been up to? I'm sitting on the side of the road driving to Wagga Wagga at the oh, moment. Epic. South uh, New South Wales. Spending, yeah, spending the day with the pastor over there. So mm. uh, gorgeous morning down here. Mm. Oh, awesome. It's, uh, it's a bit overcast here. We've got our first overcast day rolling in after a set of high 30s to close out the month, which is very, very interesting weather-wise. Yeah, late summer this year, very Abs- late summer. Absolutely. But we're going to talk about interesting things happening again in the, in the space of politics and prophecy and essentially picking up where we left off last time we talked a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Now, the last, just for the viewers, uh, the listeners, uh, last week, Talked a fair bit about the United States' role at the end of time, and they're the mm. last superpower in the world. And what I really would encourage the listeners to just keep calm about, but keep an eye on, is the U.S. economy because mm. there's some massive things happening, mm. and and all this is tied with the domestic politics, but the geo or the global politics. Mm. There's some big things happening this week. And uh, it's, Lawson, I have never lived through a time where there's so many massive things happening all at once. Mm. So the big thing, the the Americans uh, are suffering uh, some loss of some banks as mm-hmm. we speak. Yeah, uh, we covered it on the bank. show last year. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, last well, week. Last week. Okay. Mm. So that due to the bond market, it all sounds boring, but that's mm. just a, how the government raises its debt. Mm. Higher interest rates have compromised those long-term bonds over 10 years, which has put – the Washington Post has 186 banks on a watch list. Wow. So if, if in the next few weeks you keep hearing about banks, because Swiss Bank went over the weekend, wow. uh, there's mm. – there's clearly going to be some more, it would seem to me. And Australia is not immune to, while our banking system is much more regulated and robust, we have dived onto the printing of money train, mm. the debt train, 
and the interest rates have to be raised to stop inflation. Mm. And that puts it puts everything that we've been used to for really since 2010 when they started their quantitative easing, which is basically sending out to 24 big financial institutions. They send out all this money that they don't have mm-hmm. to stimulate the economy. Well, that cocaine that they're taking in the form of that debt, it's it's coming. they're coming down off it or they're attempting to. Mm. And watch this space because tomorrow our time, the Chinese leader, Xi, is going to meet with Putin. Mm-hmm. That's they're not really friends historically, uh-huh. but right now, the the Chinese Russian block, Sino block, they are working together, and they're really having a war. Not just in Ukraine, where America's coming in as a proxy, and it looks like China might come in a proxy on the Russian side, which is very very bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the U.S. dollar has been the currency that everything is traded in globally. Mm-hmm. And right now, that they call it the petrodollar. So if you buy oil, you buy it in US dollars. That's enabled America to print money and to do all these things. Well, this big block of Iran, uh, even the Saudis have come over to them now, mm. are trying to get off the US dollar when they trade in oil. Mm. And that spells big economic things as well. So I want everyone just to watch this and don't be panicked. Mm. Don't be stressing out because you're going to see some pretty amazing things happening with the economy, I think, in the next little while and to really keep an eye on what's going on there. Now, in regards to the collapse of the, the Silicon Valley Bank, we know that they also received a, somewhat of a partial bailout uh, because a lot of the money in those accounts were far above the insured amount that the government gives, which is $250,000 USD. Uh, because yep. the, because those accounts were so big, then the government partially bailed the bank out and insured a lot higher for certain accounts. Now, how would that then affect if... If the government, which is already in a difficult position with the banks, and then, you know, because Silicon Valley is a pretty influential area and they're like, hey, give us give us more of our money. And the government's like, oh, okay, we will. Do you think that that's going to lead to a lot of people pushing for that and then a lot of instability? instability because it's, it's going to lead to more inflation. And yeah. the, the problem every time this stuff's happening in 2010 – Instead of taking our medicine and letting things crash and correct, mm. and the 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 two hundred fifty thousand insurance on any account in the US, well, the the panic had set in, and and forty billion was taken out of that bank in one day, mm. and by these and these are big investors. Like I don't know about you, Lawson, but I don't have a million dollars in the bank. You know. <laughs> well, actually, I'm a so, rich Bible worker. Uh, are you? Nah, yeah, nah, nah. loaded, mate. Loaded. Yeah, yeah. And, and the problem, take your medicine, let the thing crash, and we could have a genuine economic recovery. But they, they, these people are taking big risks to make big money. Mm. And, and when they make it, they keep it themselves. But when there's a loss, they want the government to bail them out. The government has said they will, but 
remember, they're at $31.5 trillion in debt, the U.S. economy. Wow. Janet Yeldon said the other day that they're going to go, in the next 10 years, they're going to take that to $50 trillion. Now, they've got to pay interest on that. Mm-hmm. This is madness, and I don't think anyone can ever say they've seen this, and I don't think you can hold gravity up that long. Gravity will take over, and if banks keep going, they can't just – the government doesn't have the money to say, we can bail, we can bail. They've done it for the first – they've had four or five in the U.S. now. Mm-hmm. Swiss banks really – and that's an overseas bank. Mm-hmm. Let's see what happens because – the interest rates are going up so fast to try and counter this big printing session they've just had. Mm. Well, that's going to affect how how liquid these banks are and whether if people start to panic and pull their money out, the banks are in big trouble. Yeah, absolutely. The other side of this is that so interest rates rise, it causes problems for this bank, these banks interest rates stop rising, you then see rapid inflation. And rapid inflation has been a catalyst to a bunch of civil wars around the world. Uh, it's a disaster. So is are we seeing America in a position where it's either inflation leading to total economic instability or the the increasing of debt, which will eventually lead to total economic instability? This is a very dangerous time. The, the Russian two, two uh, fighter jets hit a drone. We've got the footage of that now last mm. week. Mm. The U.S. have responded and by sending two aircraft carrier groups into the um, just off Turkey into mm. the ocean. So this is a very dangerous time because if things go pear-shake ep- economically, mm the likelihood of conflict actually increases dramatically. Yeah, as you absolutely. said, that's history. That's mm-hmm. history. And it's not as if they're not already in a conflict. Mm-hmm. So the danger of where we are right now is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But lift up your heads, your redemption draweth nigh. Amen. The Bible says. So I don't want anyone sitting around stressing today because there's terrible things happening. We know terrible things are going to happen prior to Jesus coming, mm. but uh, he is coming and he's going. To, he's the only one that can fix this and just, just get a grip as you see some of this stuff start to develop. Everything is happening just as the Bible said it would. There will be one last superpower. And I, how the U.S. is the last man standing we don't have the details. We just know that's the case. Mm-hmm. So in all of this, right now there's a war between inflation and uh, putting up the interest rates. Who's going to win this? If they put up interest rates enough, they'll kill inflation. Whether governments are going to be able to hold the line, we need them to or we're all going to be poor. Mm-hmm. So this is something. Just keep your eye on the ball here and don't be panicked know that uh, God's work's going to get done, the gospel will go to all the world, and Jesus will step back into history. Absolutely. Oh, amazing. So then we're in this position here in Australia where, as you said, it's going to make all of us poor. Is that is that run-on effect heavy enough into Australia in which 
if interest rates rise or they don't rise and they keep getting bailed out and they have an economic crash there, we were able to weather the storm in 2008. Does it look like there's a type coming in which we cannot? Well, I just think we kicked the storm down the road. We keep, instead of letting things crash and correct, governments become, they become socialists where they want to intervene. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not in, I'm not into that. I think history has proven that socialism's a failure, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's what they're going to do. How long the Reserve Bank can continue to raise interest rates here mm-hmm. and inflict pain? It's necessary pain, as awful as it is. I got a home loan, mm-hmm. you know. But if we don't, and if inflation wins. We are all on a, a path of poverty, so mm-hmm. we need to get inflation under control. There's one mechanism that the government in Australia uses pretty effectively, which is raising interest rates. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a battle between those two because of the level of debt. You know, the home loans in Sydney. And back in 1987, when I was a lad and Paul Keating was the treasurer, we had mm-hmm. 17% interest rate on on houses but wow your house loan might have been 150,000 or 180,000 back then mm. now we're talking in the millions and you put interest on top of that we're in a different scenario today so i don't know if they can hold the line and keep interest rates as they are uh, i'm not mm. sure i'm not sure yeah but i i love what you said earlier ultimately we uh <laughs> we see jesus drawing nigh and we can uh, be sure that despite economic poverty, it's in those kinds of circumstances in which the gospel can be shared. Amen. So, Amen. And we spent $300 billion as a country on COVID relief. Mm-hmm. $300 billion, That's what we want to do to buy submarines now. Mm-hmm. Um, we're paying the price for that today. So all the lockdowns, all those things, we think, oh, we're through that. Well, now, now the bill is due. And that's why your interest rates are going to go through the roof. Awesome. Hey, Pastor Justin, thank you so much for joining us this morning. We're going to continue with the show. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.